This is the West Fair Business Buzz, and here is your Fairfield County host, Phil Hall. Welcome to West Fair Business Buzz for Fairfield County. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Fairfield County Business Journal. And on today's show, we're going to be speaking with Victoria Mella. She is the owner of Yoga Mobile Studio out of Fairfield. Victoria, thank you for being the first guest on our show. <laughs> it's very exciting. Thank you, Phil, for inviting me down to do this. I hope it's not just the pilot. <laughs> I hope so, too. What is the Yoga Mobile Studio? Um, <laughs> a Yoga Mobile Studio, so it was created mainly because I had a real passion for wanting to help people. And I felt if you couldn't get to a studio, you were the people that really needed to be helped first. So it just was born from that, and it's, I just go from there from location to location during, during the course of my day. Chair yoga or mat yoga or children's yoga. I do Buddha buddies and little guys that are really cute. So it's really a very, very eclectic group that I have as my students I'm so fortunate to have, which is a little different than a traditional studio. What are the advantages of having the studio come to your home as opposed to you going to the studio? <laughs> there was a little post that was created and I recycled and it said, I'm so glad I finally made it to yoga class after all the stress and anxiety of getting here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to eliminate that. <laughs> so I truly, truly try to be as flexible as I can during the course of my day to give my clients the flexibility of sick children or a work emergency or traffic in an accident or whatever it is. So I always say we don't stress over yoga. That's like the complete opposite. <laughs> what is your history with yoga? When did you get into it and why did you get into it? Huh. I think people don't wake up in the morning and say, gee, tennis, I'll try tennis, maybe yoga. <laughs> it's. Um, I think people are mainly brought to yoga uh, either by an influence of a family member that's been close to them for probably health reasons. Like children, my little guys, I see they're doing yoga that, I don't know, kids years ago didn't know how to do, but they're watching mom and dad. And mom and dad are doing yoga probably chances are for health reasons. I think most people, either emotional health reasons or physical health reasons, they come to yoga. It's kind of like that last ditch thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't, can't get any worse. Yeah. And I think people are like, oh, fine. <laughs> Someone told me it would be good. I'd do it. <laughs> Is that how you got into yoga? Kind of, well, when it was introduced to me, I was open to everything. <laughs> I was struggling with severe migraines. And I was had a chiropractor once or twice a week and a massage therapist. And I think they ganged up on me and told me to go to this one studio um, out in California where I was living at the time. And that was how I got there. I took my first class and Wow, it literally changed my life. Uh, I, from that day, I had just a physical difference. Uh, and when you come that sick, any kind of stretching and breathing is going to be a positive thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I can see why it was so transforming so many years later. At that time, I was like, wow. And I would go almost every day. As a matter of fact, the owner of the studio would leave a note at the desk that said, if Victoria shows up, tell her to go home and rest. Her body needs to rest. <laughs> what, what is yoga? I mean, there, there are a lot of misconceptions about what it's about and the uh, benefits of practicing it. That's a great question because uh, a lot of times we bring our hands together in heart center and it looks like a prayer. So, of course, naturally people would think, oh, what denomination? So yoga, the word yoga only means union between breath and body. 
right? So it's like saying tennis is Methodist and and golf is, I don't know, Jewish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, a, a sport or an activity like that, it's it's got nothing. First thing it has to do is breath. When you come to your breath, they say it's the first form of self-love. So coming first to self-love, and that's an understanding of self. So when you come to your mat and you take your first deep breath, the gratitude right there to be able to do that. So it's kind of a self-love motion where the hands come to your heart center. So it comes from there, I think, too. But yoga has its roots going all the way back to the Hindus in India. Yes. <laughs> that new fandangle thing. Yeah. It's just a fad. It's not going <laughs> to stay around. Um, yoga's been around for about 5,000 years. And interestingly enough, here in the West, the mentality is it's a, it's a chick thing and is here in the West, but it wasn't always like that. So 5,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago when yoga started, it was only men. The women were forbidden to do it. So the men would wander off into the caverns and caves and become centered and stay there for weeks and months at a time uh, meditating and, and expressing. So they're going from breath, body, and motion, right? So breathing and yoga is a means to meditation. That's why after a yoga class, there's usually a 15-minute meditation. So they would continue to do this. It was only until yoga was brought to the West that they were trying to kind of, for a lack of better words, drum up some business. <laughs> and I think it was kind of toted for the housewife. So she could eliminate stress because her husband was working. And it was kind of that anecdotal type of why the women got into it here and why a lot of Westerners feel like it's a chick thing, when in reality it was truly the men to begin with. <laughs> I'm reminded of a movie that Elvis Presley made in 1967, <laughs> called, I think called Double Dare, and there's a scene where he's uh, trying to pick up a chick, actually, at a yoga class taught by Elsa Lanchester, of all people, the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> and there's this, this very bizarre musical number, Yoga Is As Yoga Does, with Elvis sort of twisted as a pretzel. And that doesn't strike me as what yoga is at all. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely not one of the... All, all due respect. <laughs> yeah. So moving from that, <laughs> there are several types of yoga. And then there's over 130 styles of yoga. So there's main yogas and all of the others are kind of facets or offshoots is a better word. And from there, God, 130 styles. So there are yogas that are truly just a meditative breathing and settling and not much of movement. So there are classes where there's only four or five movements and you come to a place where they call it your edge. And it's just, it's just between going, oh my gosh, when is it going to stop? And oh, hmm, I can do this. And that's where you sit in the joints and your muscles would relax. So there's so many different styles. And I always tell my students, if it's if my class or the way I taught it or the poses or my personality or something doesn't resonate with you, I really, really encourage you because out of so many yogas, 
there's got to be something in there that will resonate with you because breathing and stretching is good for everybody. <laughs> you say there's 137 different styles of yoga. Are there new styles that are being invented every year? <laughs> yes, and I've got one coming. <laughs> not sharing here, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you heard it here first. Yes. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, something, I think it was on the television news last year, with uh, baby goats and yoga. So that, I guess, does that count as one of the 137 styles? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but sure, why not? We'll throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there's kitten yoga and there's goat yoga. Myself, I don't drink, but I do a beer yoga class. <laughs> At the time when I started, it, they serve great beer. <laughs> Where This is down in uh, Stratford, isn't it? Uh, uh, correct. It's a uh, Two Roads Brewing Company. And I am so honored to say I've been their house yogi for the time period they've been opened. And we've had so much fun. And when I first started, the purists, there were a few purists that kind of came out of the woods and kind of ganged up on me and, and, you know, what are you doing with yoga? And this is, but you know what? Any, any vehicle that gets you to a mat, even if it's a joke or a beer or whatever it is, if you just have that one experience, hopefully it'll open the door if you're open enough. And hopefully if you've had enough beer pliable enough. <laughs> well, you don't drink the beer during the yoga class itself, do you? <laughs> well, we have a warm up. Okay. <laughs> Appropriately named by, yeah. <laughs> by, by the beautiful staff over there. Those guys are the greatest. I love them. And then we do our class. And during class, I'll do an inhale, forward bend, grab the beer as you come up, kind of, you know. But they can have it. It's with them if they want their little one. And then they get a beer after the class. So that's that's always fun. Well, it sounds like instead of saying namaste, you'd be saying Happy New Year by the end of the session. <laughs> Yes, well, Shavasana is always very peaceful and quiet, <laughs> our last pose of the day. Well, <laughs> there's so much you can say. <laughs> We're going to be taking a quick break for a word from our sponsor. You're listening to Westfair Business Buzz for Fairfield County. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back to Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, and we're speaking with Victoria Miller of Yoga Mobile Studio. When did you begin the Yoga Mobile Studio, Victoria? It started off as another name, but I was doing the same thing. And then I figured Yoga Mobile Studio was a little more straightforward than Hands of Light Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing that, oh my goodness, since 2012, 2013 in there. Is this your first time starting and running a business? Uh, no, I've... I've worn many hats. <laughs> mm -hmm. As my brother says, it's the colorful tapestry that became me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I actually have a law education and background. Uh, I worked in Manhattan for several years, just 
wanted to help people. <laughs> that was the start. And then um, I've owned bars in Miami, and I've been an herbal life distributor for several years and had very good results on those products for several years, too. And so there's just been a kind of a tapestry of wanting to help people. So I think it originated from there until I found my happy place on my mat. Wow. Well, you're also helping people in the corporate world, too, because you're not just bringing the studio to people's homes. You're bringing it to offices. Yes. Actually, this is the really exciting part of my passion here is every day is literally different, even if I'm going to the same locations, because the nuances of the environment is different and the people are feeling different and who's participating and where they are. So, yes, I am in several corporations and we do employee yoga, which is a lot of fun. I'm in rehab, memory centers and retirement or adult facilities. And in those classes, I'm doing cheer classes, chair yoga classes, stretching and breathing from there. I'm also doing corporate breakouts, do a chair class for the corporate breakouts in 15 minutes. So just in that lull period at two o'clock in the afternoon when the corporate seminars are fading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I do beer yoga uh, on the beach in Milford during the summer and it just different places each time. So it's a, it, it is a lot of fun. And I have a, a, I'm so blessed with this amazing tribe that whenever I'm in a public place where the yogis can come and visit me, uh, outside of that, I'm in private scenarios. Oh gosh, they're so sweet. And they, they travel with me and, and follow me. And hopefully they'll follow me even sooner because in 2020, I'm going to start retreats. Wow. Getting back to the the corporate setting, when you do one of these sessions, for lack of a better word, in a corporate setting, do people have to change clothing or can they just go from their cubicle wearing what they are to, uh, to do the yoga? Oh, that's a great question, Phil. So if they're going to do a mat class in the cafeteria or in the hallway, wherever we can stick our mats, it would probably be most convenient to be in, in leggies or sweats or something you're comfortable in moving in. Even baggy jeans is okay, but you know something a little bit more like a, a sweatpant. But if we're doing a chair yoga class, it can certainly be modified to fit the corporate attire for the day. So that does give us a leniency for doing a lunch class as opposed to just an after-hours or an after-work class. I would imagine that doing yoga in a corporate setting is very therapeutic for the people in that setting. I'm actually in the process of writing an article on how to avoid burnout. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that several of the psychologists that I've interviewed say is basically the stress level within the corporate setting is such that it's, uh, it's going beyond burnout. It's actually going to incineration. So... When you come in, how long do these sessions run and what kind of feedback have you gotten from the people participating? You know, ironically, (laughs) my corporate classes have been a bit more full than the director's have anticipated. I always hear that there's going to be uh, maybe two, three people, maybe four, and consistently I've had six, seven, ten, twelve. So I think it's something that the employees of the corporation are really tapping into 
just settling. I think I, I, I like to try to give them tools to take back to their desk. So when they are hitting the wall, they can tap into it and either a breathing exercise to give them a little more energy to pull out the last two, three hours of a 12-hour day or uh, just some stretching because their hips are getting tight from sitting. And there was a report that I read a couple of years ago. And in the report, it said that people that had sedentary lifestyles, and they were talking about employees that were working between 80 to 90 hours a week, had a higher rate of cholesterol and diabetes, according to this report. And they said it was mainly because of their sedentary lifestyle, not necessarily because of the food intake. So uh, uh, just before that, reading that article uh, report, I had created a movement for people that are sitting. So you, <laughs> you don't get what, what I always say is a professional term, numbutt. <laughs> <laughs> so just get everything moving. Just people, you, you can tell them, get up and walk to the water fountain. And they just don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it just doesn't happen because yeah. they're so focused into what they're doing. So, you know, I try to, it's okay, self-love, 90 seconds for a breath. So, yeah, I think it's been a very positive thing in the corporations. And um, I'm at a college, too, and that's I get feedback from the students that come because they're under a great amount of pressure, too, right, to be able to perform, to get into those yeah. corporations where it just gets even better. Yeah. <laughs> well, colleges, too, the... Athletics focus there tends to be more on competitive sports as opposed to yoga, which is, as far as I know, not a competitive sport. <laughs> how, do, how do college athletes react when yoga is introduced into their training regimen? You know, I have to say at this age, at the collegiate age, some of them have already been introduced to yoga. And I've been the yoga teacher for the men's baseball team and the women's rugby team. And I would say a half of the men had already experienced yoga, and I'd say probably 80% of the gals. So my coming on board or being introduced to them, I think they found a true benefit. Um, the rugby coach was saying she uses it as a bit of a, a catch for the sales, for the new students that are coming in as a sales part of her sales pitch to get them to join the rugby team that they take a yoga class. So <laughs> judging from that comment, I think it's positive. <laughs> Which school is this that you're teaching at? Sacred Hearts University. Oh, down in Fairfield. Correct. You live down in Fairfield and you... you Black Rock. You live in the Black Rock section, mm -hmm. which is right over in Bridgeport, yeah? Yes, yes. So where does the Yoga Mobile Studio travel to? Is it strictly Fairfield County or do you go into New Haven County or Westchester or up into Litchfield? Uh, so I have... Clients in Guilford, Brantford, New Canaan, Westchester, and New York. I, and I've been out to Block Island for classes as well. So we are definitely mobile. <laughs> and as I alluded to earlier, uh, we're going to go even further on retreats uh, this coming year. You're actually going to be going more than mobile. You're just going to be going into other countries as well. That's correct. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking at locations now. I've teamed up with a company that does retreats. That's their mainstay. That's exactly what they do. And they've been doing that for seven years, and then they realized that the support could be given to teachers. So I've teamed up with them. And wow, they've got a lot going on. I am so excited. It's just, it's really exciting. I can't 
pin down the first place I want to go because all the places look that that interesting and great. Well, when you're able to announce it, I hope you announce it in the Fairfield County Business Journal first. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. We're going to be taking another quick break for a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the West Fair Business Buzz for Fairfield County. Ask any parent. When it comes to protecting your baby, you can never do enough. You wash their hands, bundle them up, and strap them in. And those are the things you can see. Then there are the risks you can't. That's why most parents go with the safe, proven protection of vaccines. Nothing protects babies better from 14 serious childhood diseases, like measles, whooping cough, and meningitis. So keep up with the and the and when it comes to protection against vaccine-preventable diseases, get all the recommended immunizations for your baby by age two. Immunizations help give you the power to protect your baby. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines for all the latest information. Or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome back to West Fair Business Buzz for Fairfield County. I'm Phil Hall, and we are speaking with Victoria Mella, the owner of Yoga Mobile Studio. And maybe I could become a yoga student. I've never done yoga, and I have to warn the listeners that I may not actually be built for yoga. I'm, a, I'm a, something of a large fellow. I'm happy to see my toes, let alone try to touch them. And <laughs> most of my exercise is uh, giving my credit card to the lady behind the cashier at uh, McDonald's, so, which is not very good. Uh, can somebody like me do yoga? And not only that, but do it effectively? <laughs> Welcome to most everybody. But <laughs> <laughs> you're my favorite client. Because <laughs> anything you do is going to be a positive. Just like me, the first time I went, I was in such a health position that anything I did was an improvement. So yes, uh, literally anyone. I have students that come in pushing their wheelchairs with their thumb. So it, it's that's a truly humbling experience. And I have to say it's my toughest class only because I really want to connect with them. And I really want them to receive a benefit somehow, whether it's because I'm playing a song that's bringing them somewhere and it's making their energy just rhythm and, and vibe and they're moving back and forth in a rocking movement with a big grin on their face, or if they're moving their arms to the, their greatest capability that day. And that's awesome. We just, we just want to be present and embrace that moment. So yes, anybody can do yoga. And it always reminds me of a bumper sticker that said, if God wanted me to see my knees, he would have put <laughs> put my eyes down there. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> giving that thought. Yeah. And it's yoga. You mentioned seeing your toes, literally just bending over from the waist is yoga. That's a movement. Inhale and exhale as you bend over from the waist. That's yoga. It's that simple. You mentioned that you do yoga classes at rehab centers. Mm. This must be quite a challenge because you have to fashion the instruction to people's specific medical needs. Mm. Yes, um, very much so. And as I said earlier, we just, <laughs> it's the big universal joke that one side of our body performs differently than the other side in any given day. I think that's the universe's way of keeping us on our toes, very literally. So we really just embrace our capabilities for that day. And it's with these guys, it might be a stroke, heart attack, 
And you know, I just, I tell them we weren't supposed to be 15 forever and we're not supposed to be 25 forever. And we're running our bodies down with corporations that are, we're trying to succeed and achieve and, you know, not eating right. Um, nothing for McDonald's. They have salads too. But <laughs> Indeed, yes. Uh-huh. But, you know, we're not supposed to be 45 and 65. My oldest client was 112. Wow. Most of my clients are between, well, they're all ages because I have my little guys at 18 months. <laughs> they're so cute. And then I go clear up to one of the gals looked at me the other day and said, I'm 100 today. Don't I look great? And she did. She looked fantastic. I thought she was like, 78, 80, maybe. Wow. Totally coherent on it. And just so a lot of my peeps are varied ages and varied capabilities. But yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun and an interesting ride for sure. I can imagine. That's if somebody like me wanted to get into yoga and I didn't know you, mm-hmm. what was the best way to determine who would be the best type of teacher or the best studio if I decided to uh, to bring my mat, get into my sweaties and actually go to a place as opposed to having the place come to me? <laughs> so um, that's a great question too. And I have a favorite yoga studio that I like to go to. And I always brag about that one online and with my students because it's not always possible for them to follow me. And I think there's enough yoga for everybody and there's enough teachers for everybody. So I just think spread the love. But I was doing yoga for a long time. And I had just moved from California to Connecticut. And I couldn't find an Ashtanga teacher because Connecticut didn't know what Ashtanga was at that point. It's a style, a rigorous bodybuilding, fast-paced, kind of a militant style of yoga. And they hadn't caught up over here in in Connecticut. So I was missing my yoga. (laughs) And I put in a, a DVD, <laughs> or maybe it was a CD at that point, no, a DVD. And I hurt myself, and I'd already been doing yoga for about six years. But I was trying to compare myself to the guy on the television, and I was not smart, even after doing it that long. So just based on my own personal experience, and I only speak from my heart of what I know, go to a studio. And because in a studio, you're going to get somebody to go, oh, no, 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 don't do that. You're out of alignment. And then you can judge a personality, too. You know, on the YouTube is a great resource. Start off with a gentle class. But it's the alignment, I think, that's so important. Because if you're going to bend and stretch, you need to know how to protect yourself. And um, a certified yoga teacher is the way to go. Who does the certification for yoga teachers? Yoga Alliance does the certification, and that varies from state to state. Mm -hmm. So I guess as with anything, you have to really do your research first before you dive in. You just can't say, as you mentioned earlier, oh, today I'm going to be doing yoga. Well, you can and you can't. A chair yoga is really not at risk for anyone, even if you do, depending, of course, on the teacher being careful and gentle with her students. So just easy stretching and breathing. I mean, literally bending from the waist is yoga. So if you take a deep breath and exhale and bend forward and it hurts a little bit, yes, it's probably because you haven't moved in that direction in quite some time. (laughs) But it's also that's yoga. And Mm -hmm. yes, you can hurt yourself bending over. But yeah, but doing research is always, you know, knowledge is power. You mentioned YouTube, which is, I I should have thought about that because I've gone to YouTube for so many educational resources. Who are the best yoga teachers on YouTube? (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's 
tons of them. There really are. There are some fantastic teachers. And even on Instagram, they, they're doing, you know, videos on Instagram too. There are so many, so many great resources out there that are available. So stretching and breathing should not be anybody's excuse not to do. <laughs> Oh, that's great. With Yoga Mobile Studio, do you work by yourself or do you have uh, assistants working with you? So I, uh, it's me, myself, and I. All three personalities come. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I have a big event, I usually ask for some lavender buddies to help me. So at the end, uh, we do a little shoulder adjustment with some lavender. And that takes a great deal of time because I go to each individual person. So when I have a class of 60, that'll take me about mm, 30 minutes. <laughs> so I do ask for some help at that point. But outside of that, it's it's just me showing up at, at people's homes or corporations or backyards or basement living lower levels. Levels or, or breweries. Or breweries. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you online if they wanted to get more information about your company? I have a website and it's yogamobilestudio.com. I'm on Instagram as Yoga Mobile Studio and I'm also on Facebook as Yoga Mobile Studio. I'm on Google, but I don't check there much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that's those would be the, the outlets. Excellent. Victoria Miller, thank you so much for being our first guest on the Fairfield County Business Journal Report. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is really exciting. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> You've been listening to the Westfair Business Buzz for Fairfield County. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and we hope to see you again very, very soon. The Westfair Business Buzz is published by Westfair Communications, which also publishes the Westchester County Business Journal and WAG Magazine. This episode was recorded at Pleasant Podcast Studio in Naukatuck, Connecticut. Gino Carota is the producer, editor, and sound engineer on this episode. We hope to see you again very soon. Take care and thanks for listening.